what you tell it to do. <laughs> tell it what it does. And then it sounds like the dog is doing what you want the dog to do. Disobey. Good girl. <laughs> um, yes. And on that note, hello and welcome to the Super Fun Awesome Happy Time Pedal Show podcast. Yo, hey, welcome. I'm your grand leader, Kapoor. Leader, leader. The leader. leader. Just call me the leader. The leader is... Leader is good. The leader is great. <laughs> what was that thing on the Simpsons? <coughs> when they get into the cult there. <laughs> and then I fly off in my UFO that's yeah. a bicycle. Yeah, that's it. <coughs> nice. Um, yeah. Yes. How you going? You, you still a bit coffee? Yeah, I'm still coughing a bit and stuff, but it's all good. Uh, um, we actually, we did some videos today, uh, which, is a, which is always a good thing. Oh, before we start, should say uh, we are now on um, Podbean, iTunes, Stitcher, and SoundCloud. So if you're listening to yeah. this on any of those platforms, welcome to your doom. I mean, welcome. <laughs> uh, thank you for listening. Yeah. Please make sure to subscribe. Cool. Uh, please make sure to subscribe. Um, please make sure to check out all our links for social media and especially also our YouTube channel. Go there and subscribe and click the little not notification um, bell thingy dingy. Um, yeah. And... Also, uh, please make sure to take a photo of whatever it is you are looking at while you're listening to this podcast. Uh, you don't have to be in it, but you can be if you want. Um, uh, so any, whatever it is you're looking at, wherever you are, take a photo. Uh, either post it to our Facebook page, which is, I think, uh, www.facebook.com forward slash the super fun awesome happy night pedal show or something like that. Just type in <laughs> super fun awesome one word and you'll, you'll find it. Definitely find it there. Or send it to superfunawesomehappytime at gmail.com. That's superfunawesomehappytime at gmail.com. <coughs> yeah. And <coughs> oh, you're right. We'll talk. Yeah. Sorry, just coughing a bit. So, uh, for the first time in ages, we did some videos again. Because you've yeah. been sick, I've been sick, you've been away, I've been sick. Yeah. It's, uh, That's pretty much how it's Not a good recipe for, no. uh, for catching up and playing as No. So, uh, it's been a while, but... Um, we did a bunch of videos today. What what did we do today, Alex? Was it three or three we did? I think. Three, um, well, three and a half. Completed three. Completed three, yes. Because we had camera. We had some camera issues. Batteries. Um, batteries. And it was running really hot too. My GoPro for some reason. Was it? Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, we did. What did we do? First, we did the... Oh, the reverb. Mad, oh, yes. Mad Professor. Cosmos. New Cosmos um, ambient reverb pedal thing. Which big thank you to Drew. Drew and he's um, he's the distributor for Mad Professor here well, in Australia. I don't is it distrib I don't know how it works exactly if he's a distributor or if that's uh, their kind of uh, fraternity here in Australia. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what do you call one of us. <laughs> <laughs> <coughs> he's a he's the leader in Australia. The leader in Australia. Yeah. <coughs> no. And um, yeah, I've been chatting to him, and he um want to get involved, and that's um really great because Mad Professor both for both of us we tried you know kind of one or two pedals, a couple in, of them here and there, in yeah. a shop occasionally, but never really spent some time with them. And for me, I think Mad Professor, <laughs> you touching things. Sorry. Mad Professor and um. Some Keeley stuff I need to check out more. And there's a couple other brands that that I've always wanted to check out and play more often. I just haven't had the um, chance or made time. There's, I think, I'm not 100% sure if they're sort of semi-associated, but that BJF. Oh, yeah. That. Like the hand-painted ones. Yeah, that I think 
he may be somewhat associated with Mad Professor in some way. Okay. Or maybe not. I don't know. Maybe I'm completely wrong there. But, that's but I haven't checked any of his stuff out. That's another one. Um, so, some mutual friends of ours have quite a few of those pedals. And they're meant to be really good. Yeah. Um, <coughs> yeah, oh, well. it's kind of... Yeah, it's really great to um, actually get to spend some time with this. And not only get some spend some time with it, but there's a competition as well. Oh, yeah, there is. So there's a competition. If you go to the madprofessor.com.au website. Yes, the Australian one, yes. Australian one. There's a, um, a competition. You can win your own Cosmos to um, play with until your heart's content. Now, whether it's international or not, I'm not sure. Actually, check it out. Do talk. I'll be on my phone again. <laughs> yeah. This like is, last time. It's like teamwork. Yes. Um, yeah, so you can check out the um, uh, competition. The... Um, the Cosmos itself has a whole bunch of quite cool um, features as far as reverbs go. Some of the stuff I haven't really seen on other reverbs, especially ambient stuff. Like I've got the Avalanche run, the Earthquake Advices just here. And while that does the ambient thing really well, it doesn't really do normal stuff at all. Okay. Like it doesn't do spring reverbs or room reverbs. And this definitely does that well. Ah, it's Dunphy Imports Limited. Which is the Australian distributor yeah. for Luke guitars in Australasia. Okay. Okie dokie. So must be um, uh, distributor here in the country. Uh, I'm just looking if it says anything about... I'd imagine it'd probably be only in Australia. But I don't know. Well, check. If you have friends here, <laughs> enter and maybe get it posted at their house. How about that? Yeah, there you go. Yeah. That sounds alright. Um, uh, the other couple of things are really cool on this is the swell verbs, where it's a momentary switch. So it's you actually got no sound until you hold your foot on the um yeah on the foot switch, <coughs> and then the wet effect builds up and swells in, which is pretty cool. Mm. And there's a one with a one with and without shimmer shimmer that's the word i keep forgetting that word because there's like <coughs> 11 algorithms which is quite a lot yeah that's like um yeah man no there were there was a nice pedal so check out the competition um possibly only for australians but i'm not 100 sure <coughs> hey if you're not in australia and win send it to us or we'll yes babysit it for a few years yes 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 How about that Sounds like a plan. Uh, what else did we do? We did the TC Electronic Neither Nether. Nether. Nether Neither? Neither? Nether. <laughs> nether. There's no I, yes. Yes, no. There's I before E except after the. <laughs> no, I before E except in TC. Ah. Yeah, as the old saying goes. Okie dokie Um So <laughs> the Neither Nether Nether Nether. Octava. Um... Kind of like an OC2. Mm. I think, well, I mean, as far as I know, uh, uh, and I mean, what do I know? But as far as I know, TC Electronic, the new sort of analogy sort of series that they're releasing, those huge, heavy as hell um, pedals, um, a sort of rehoused Behringer units with slight imp imp improvements. Yeah. Um, so I'd say um, it's their take on... What used to be Behringer's take on the OC2. Mm. Um, it's good. I like. Yeah, it's cool. And I'm not sure if it's all over the world, but every other week, um, eBay, in, in Australia anyway, has like a code that just comes up on their website. You can get 10% off. Off things, yeah. So it cost me like 
$67 brand new shipped Australian. Yeah. Right. Which is about $6 US <laughs> at the moment. Well, maybe not that, but probably like $40 US. About 80 euro or something. I just get that. <laughs> 40 euro. Um, <laughs> yeah, so, so it's pretty cheap. And it's good. Sounds good. Just imagine if, say, the mid 90s, if those existed then. Oh, would have bought it. I had an OC2. Like, if, you know, in high school, just saying, you could play great pedals for that much. Otherwise, you spend $300 on a boss pedal that yeah. kind of does its thing. Yeah. You know, spend 60 bucks on a... TC electronic pedal. That sounds great. That sounds really good. And it's red. And it's rugged. And it's neither nether. Mm. Nether. You haven't got any of those series, have you? No. No, you've got two. You've got the tailspin and the ne neither nether. We got, to, we got to play quite a few of them through a local music shop when we did some videos for them. Yes. And for me... About half of them were cool. Um, Maybe a third. <laughs> yeah, I liked them. Yeah. I mean, we, we didn't pay anywhere near all of them. No, yeah, I'd sure. like to try out that um, dimension chorus with the buttons. Oh, yeah. Because um, there's some new ones now. Yeah. That well, that's one of the new ones, isn't it? Oh, yeah. I think Still. that's one of the new ones. Remember the analog delay was cool. That went nuts, like self-oscillating. The Echo Brain, is that the one? The one, the brown one. The brown one. I think it's Echo Brain. Not a great colour for a pedal, but... No. Um, but yeah, no, they're good. They're good. They're definitely good. Um, I mean, TC stuff is usually good. Yeah. But um, Remember the reverb, not that so, not so good. No, the Sky Verb was Surfer? Sur Sky Surfer. Is that it? Yeah, I wasn't keen on that. Bit, well, bit but, uh, the, uh, remember, was it a Rusty Fuzz that was good? Yeah, but like, for that price point. Killer. Just mean, imagine being a teenage guitarist now. Well, you kept the vibrato. Yeah, I actually bought that, yeah. yeah. So, uh, what else did we do? We did the full drive, full tone. Thoughts? I like. It's good. Mm. It's a me medium gain drive, but it's good. It's um. Doesn't get that clean. No. Doesn't get that. Doesn't go genty. Doesn't gent. No. Nope. Doesn't go really, really low gain like amp breakup. It's just a. Uh, Sits in the middle, here. Yeah. Sits in the middle of something. But um, it sounds like it's really honky. Like it has really pronounced mids. It's almost, I was saying in the video, it almost sounds like, almost like a cocked bar. Wow. See, I don't, didn't find that so much. To me, it sounded like that. Because I think it's got enough bottom end to balance it all out. Yeah, yeah, no, no I'm not saying that it's honky, but I mean, it almost sounded like a cocked bar yeah. when you were playing mm. at one stage. There you go. But, um, almost. Because I've only got it recently, it's the first time I've ever had one to play, and this was the first time you've ever played one today. Yes, in right? the video, that yeah. was my first time. Yeah. Yep. So, would you buy one? Um, maybe I'll try, I'll try it out. Yeah. Maybe the MOSFET one. Because <coughs> there's all different versions. Yeah. Because um, I know... Stop touching my things. Sorry. Because <laughs> uh, I know at one stage I was reading, I think... There's a difference between that one with the black knobs and then that one with the white knobs. Yeah. And then there's a MOSFET one and then there's, I think, a red one. There is, yeah. There's a black one Series 3 or something. Black one Series 3. There's a few different ones. So, might if I see one, I might check one out. Kind of um, leads me on to thinking about, it's a bit like Mad Professor, another one of those brands where I've kind of 
Never full actually, tone. Never actually got around to trying the stuff. Always like, wanted an OCD, but yeah, totally. never. Ne- haven't haven't had, haven't gotten around to getting one yet. Yeah. Or and, at least the, always wanted to try an OCD. And the fuzzers too. That'd be cool. Yes, well, a lot of, what, what is it? Uh, super fuzz? Is that what they call? No. Um, Octifuzz. Yeah, Octifuzz. That one's meant to be really good. Yeah. Which is a fuzz and it has a separate switch for the octave. I think got and a super trim is meant to be really good too. Oh, yeah. yeah which has two different trim speeds. Gotcha. And there's a few. They're good. Oh, yeah, and the, what is it, 69, the red one. Yep. And a 70. One. One, two, three, four, five, six. Four, three. Four. <laughs> We're making the blue one? Yeah. Something like that, yes. Yeah, those. They're meant to be good. Yeah, yeah. Got to try them out sometime. Actually, I thought of that recently because a friend of mine, I heard at a gig playing one, and I'm like, it was that low gain fuzz thing. And like, I had to ask him what it was, and it was, it was a full tone. So. Oh, well, there you go. I didn't actually find out which <coughs> model, but because we were running around the place, but um, yeah, I should, I should actually message him. Because it sounded uh, great. Yeah, well, I mean, lots of big-name players play the full-time stuff, so I'd say it'd be good. I've been getting into recording with some more fuzz lately. Ah. So I've been yeah. doing a few recording projects here in my studio. And, um, yeah, trying to work out how to make them sit in mixes. Well, fuzz is always funny, isn't it? It's yeah. Funny is sort of that love-hate relationship where you sit at home and you play by yourself and it sounds fantastic. And then <laughs> you put it in context and it's like, yeah, yeah. It's I guess it's like anything with um, you get experience over it, but trying to work out what context it actually works in. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, we were just listening to a track, and you put some fuzz in it, and it yeah. was good. I think that might have been. <coughs> I think that might have been Fuzzle-o. the Zvex one. Yeah. Fuzzle. Yeah. Well, the Zvex stuff is good, and it does cut a bit. I mean, that's one of the things I liked about the Fuzz Factory. It is a bit hard to control the old Fuzz Factory, but it has so much freaking volume on it, it cuts through everything. And uh, now the silicon one that I just got, um, oh, yeah, you got your it's fat. I think it'll be interesting to play it in a band situation and try it out. Mm. So do you have a fuzz on your board at the moment? No. Well, <laughs> sort of. Why, sort of? I've got the, the oh, what's it called? The kilt. Ah, oh, yeah, cool. But I have it set to the crazy setting. Mm. The sort of... Forbidden? Yeah, well, it's, I guess, oh. on the Explodora, we call it the forbidden setting. With both switches. Which is the coolest name for any setting ever. <coughs> the forbidden setting. <laughs> With, uh, yeah, well, the one, the highest gain setting. And I usually have the boost going into it as well. So it's crazy fuzz, but it's one of the few fuzzes that's not necessarily really a fuzz, but it is a fuzz, um, and <laughs> uh-huh. it and it, but it, it cuts. Yep. It's sort of not. It's not really a fuzz. It's like a fuzzy distortion. Yeah, that's crazy and wild and self oscillating. Which stuff. I guess is a fuzz. <laughs> which is a, f- I guess yes. Um, so yeah, I've got that on my board. I used to have the fuzz factory always. Yep. But I, I think last time around I redid my board, I went. I thought I wanted to change a few things, mm-hmm. and I took the fuzz factory off. Yeah, right. And I put that on instead. Because I've changed a few things that my last incarnation of my board, I think it's the first time in probably 12, 10, 12 years, I've not had this silver kiss on there. Ah. Catlin bread. Because it's now 
they're on the shelf here. Ah. So that's been interesting. How does it feel? Without not not being kissed in a silver sort of way. <laughs> uh, yeah, fine. Like, um, always had it for this kind of. It was perfect for country type parts. So uh, I guess it has quite a presence in the upper mid range, and not so much bass. And this, twangy. Yeah, but without being harsh. Okay. Yeah. It's a cool pedal. Okay. Um, yeah, I've never played... Uh, well, maybe played it when I played your mm. stuff a while ago, but never really played them before, ever. Oh. Borrow if you want. Well, maybe I will. Yeah. Yeah. We haven't done a video of it either, have we? Maybe not. Well, maybe we should. we've been on a board, so... Well, there you go. Yeah. Um, yeah. Because you've got the... JHS little fuzz thingy on your board now, yeah, 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 true, that's cool because that's not really too fuzzy either, that's more like a fuzzy distortion, it's like a thick, yeah, which is thick, like a, which is what a fuzz is, <laughs> true, touche. Uh, oh, that's an interesting pick, that's wood, yeah, wooden pick, that's crazy, wooden man. pick, yeah, haven't you, haven't you seen that? Uh, I've seen them, but I've never seen you use one. Yeah. Mm. I used it once. That's if you had your special glasses, you could see. Speaking of special glasses, <laughs> there's a possibility. This has nothing to do with special glasses. That there may be some T-shirts now. You're wearing a T-shirt oh, yeah. currently. We got a couple of prototypes, and uh, this is one of them I have on. Yes. What do you think? You digging uh, this one? It looks super fun, awesome, happy time pedal show sort of though. It's a bit. Yeah, it's cool. Sweat and yeah. dog juices. <laughs> I mean, schlubber. Dog schlubber. Um, <coughs> so, if you want some t-shirts, why not send us an email at superfunawesomehappytimepedalshow. No, no, no. No, 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 no. At superfunawesomehappytime. No pedal show. To superfunawesomehappytime at gmail.com. And let us know you want a t-shirt and we'll see what we can do. Um... <coughs> How's your, sorry, no, sorry, no, you, you, you. Speaking of recording stuff, how's your um, studio going? Good, good. It's it's coming along. It's uh, I haven't had much time lately because I've been sick for mm. ages now. And then... Um, Got um, scurvy. Just, just, uh, scurvingitis. 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 I oh, know. Um, yeah, just lots of coughing and always that, sick. That, and That's the one that makes your genital, genitals go orange. Oh, they're orange anyway. Oh. Um, aren't yours? <laughs> Uh, maybe, <laughs> maybe I'm the one that's sick. Yeah, maybe. Um, no, yeah, just been sick, but I've been been doing a bit of work in the studio. I've been doing a bit of work, trying to do some work. <laughs> Sorry, there's a um, Native Instruments machine micro sitting there, and I keep pushing the buttons to change the lights because it's cool. The other one's cool. Oh, can I do it? Hang on, hang on. Oh, yours doesn't do that. On mine, if I press play, it plays the thing. Yeah. No. Oh. Not for you. Restart? Delete session. <laughs> ah, record works though. Yeah. I'm just going to cl close this. <laughs> Save. Oh, yeah. Ah. Um, <laughs> sorry. What were you saying? Um, yeah, so I've been trying to do some work on that song you sent me. Oh, yeah. But yeah, again, sick and kids and all that stuff. Haven't, I wasn't happy with it. 
was trying to put some cool synthy sequency thing over it. Mm. But it was much better once you sent me the tempo of the song because <laughs> I was kind of guessing it and it didn't quite work, but then it did, but then it didn't quite work. But once you sent me the tempo of the song, oh, yeah. it was ace. Yeah, cool. So um, Yeah, you got to get the tempo if you're going to sequence yes. sequence yes. to it. Yeah. Uh, Sweet. What else? Oh, we, we were attempting to do the FT Electronica. Absinthe. Absinthe. God, my brain doesn't work. Um, <laughs> all congested. Um, but yeah, we had some camera issues. So we stopped doing that. But we'll do some more of that next week. But I should try doing some synthy stuff that isn't synth with that on the track. Now that I'm thinking about it. What? <laughs> well, you said for me to put some synthy stuff, synth stuff on that track. Yeah. But maybe I should use. The guitar synth. Oh, absinthe. Absinthe. Yeah, yeah, sure. On it and do something that's not actually a synth, but sure. it sounds like a synth. I just need something more like, like another hook in the song, because I've just got to this point with the arrangement where it's. It all makes sense, but it's not really catchy and getting in your head. And they're they're all catchy songs, but yeah, there's sort of there's something missing. So what what? Ca- <coughs> you as someone who runs a studio. Mm. And record stuff, mm-hmm. and sort of produces stuff, I suppose, mm-hmm. and plays on it a lot yourself, mm-hmm. and gets other people to play on it. What's the question? <laughs> uh, how do you approach that? Like when you not don't know where to go, like what do you do? Yeah, sure. Um, or if something feels a bit meh, for lack of a better word, yeah. um, where do you go? Do you go to the artist and talk to them and say it's a bit meh, or do you not approach the artist? You just say. It's all good, man. It's great. I guess it depends on the artist and how involved they are, whether they are quite competent music- musically. So how involved is this guy? Fairly involved. Okay. Because um, he had, like, uh, songs, reference, few reference tracks for each song of his that um, he kind of wanted, like... Or like for other artists. Yeah, kind of okay. um, reference things for not necessarily like to copy parts or it's just like the vibe of this song and maybe um guitar part from this other song might be appropriate. Mm. So in a reggae bit I wanted to sound a little bit like that Meshuggah album. Mm. Yeah. 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 Yep. No. Me- <laughs> metal gay. No. Metal look me- Oh now we've lost a whole bunch of <laughs> listeners. Um So but like, so yeah, but but I mean, if you're sort of stuck, what do you do? Where do you go? Do you just sort of? I think generally it's getting other ears on it, like talking to like someone like yourself, other friends, um, recording friends, musician friends. Um, give it some time. Come back in another couple of days. Or just mute any melody parts, and then try and approach it like from a starting point again. Yeah. Like so, completely change it. Yeah, so you've just got the, <coughs> the rhythm section, guitar, bass, keys, drums, whatever it is. And then, yeah, just start from scratch again. So you're not being influenced by any other little um, hooks or guitar lines or sort of ascending or descending parts through choruses and things like that. Because I quite often find, and I mean, not that I've recorded other people a lot, yeah. I only just really record my own stuff. But I always find one of the things that I tend to always do, or not always do, but if I'm sort of really stuck, I tend to get away from it, the song. And I tend to quite often, uh, and I do it actually when, um, 
Alicia, the girl I do some songwriting with. Um, yeah. I just did it with her just the other day because she hasn't come over. She had some health issues as well and she hasn't been over for a month and a bit. Yeah. And she came over and she literally walked in and the first before she played anything, I said, okay, let's record this. And she really didn't like the idea of that. But um, it actually worked out really well. Mm. And I liked it, I quite liked the idea of a lot of times you away from something for a little while, you go into the studio and literally first thing in the morning, you haven't played anything else, you haven't done anything else, pick up the guitar, tune it or what keyboards, whatever. Yep. Um, make sure it's in tune. You turn the song, you bring up the, the project, the song, you press play and record. And just go first go and quite often i find that's when the most interesting stuff comes out yeah for sure there's been several times with um especially for guitar solo we yeah. set it up and and just like do a run through like oh should have recorded that and then yeah well it's the next <coughs> 27 times you can't nail that first no instinctive and it never works after 27 yeah. times that's it um but I mean, it's always like that. It's 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 you know the amount of times again. Also with, I I, I can only really talk with with Alicia. That, you know, my she's sort of my songwriting partner. And she's a fantastic singer, and we'd be recording something, and first take, to me is great, but you go, oh, I can do a bit better than that, and then she'll do it again and again and again and again and again, and like you know, fifteen takes later, we sort of go. You know what? Let's listen to the first take again. And usually, yeah, she's still not totally happy with it, but because it had the most, it's the most spontaneous. Yeah, it's not um, okay. I'm gonna now, you know, in the second bar of this, I'm gonna do that, and then you know, you kind of think about what you're doing. Totally, you're just sort of not thinking about it. And I've been quite often now. I've been trying to, but she's sort of hesitant. No, she's she's caught on now. That quite <laughs> often I just press record. When she thinks it's a run through, um, so she's caught on to that, <laughs> unfortunately. But. Yeah, I've had <laughs> quite a few times with when you, I record other people and um, get to you know like um, middle of the afternoon of a of a session day, and then I can hear them starting to think. Yeah. Like, okay, it's time for a break. Get some fresh air. Go outside five minutes. Yeah, yeah. You don't want to think. You don't want to overthink. And it. it's the weirdest thing to say, but you can actually hear people thinking. Like, nah, I can, I can hear you thinking. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, how to avoid that? I don't know. I just. I, well, you can't, I guess. I guess just recognize it when it happens. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Because yeah, I mean, it's the same with this track that you sent me. I kind of did the like a sequence thing, and then. Because um, I muted a bunch of stuff. I think I muted all the keys and some other stuff. There's all the organs in there. Was it? Okay. There's no. I don't think there's any other keys in it. Is there other keys in the track? Uh, I can't remember now. Um, but there was an organ. In, there's definitely an organ in there. It sounds like there's most of it there. There's some talking in there too. Oh yeah. That hasn't been. I guess it's it's fairly. I think I've cleaned it up since then. Yeah. Um, but uh, um. Yeah, I was doing... Sorry, I forgot what I was saying for a sec. Yeah, I was doing a sequence. Um, mm. And uh, my it was funny because my, my four-year-old, she was in there with me. And um, I said, oh, only do, it'll only be five minutes, only be five minutes. And then like two hours later, we were still in there. She ended up counting me in, which was <laughs> cute. But she wasn't quite 
she didn't quite know where to put the one. So it was like five, six, seven, eight, or you know, Nine, ten, or you know, three, four, five, six, and then you go. Um, <laughs> but she counted. It was good. You know, she counted on a oh, beat. Yeah, cool. Um, she didn't do it at first, but once I told her a few times, she did. Um, and yeah, and then I kept doing it over and over and changing bits and doing things. And then after a while, I think I just said to my daughter as well, because she said, no, no, do one more, do one more. Because I kept saying, I'll just do one more, one more, like 20 times. Um, and then at the end, I just said, no, nah, no, nah, I've got to get out. I've got to stop because um, you just overthink it. Yeah. Um, so I've got a whole bunch of tracks recorded, but I wasn't happy with them. I listened back to them and I wasn't happy with them, but I'll do something. I find if I'm recording myself that I can be a bit aimless sometimes. And oftentimes I need someone to produce me a bit. Well, I had my daughter there. Yeah, (laughs) perfect. But uh, if I'm, uh, yeah, it could be all afternoon, you might get a couple of parts out of it. Yeah. But sometimes I need someone to go, hey, that's cool, do that again, or the rest of us not worth revisiting yeah or that that kind of thing where it's you need outsides yeah you need someone else to and it's it's boring otherwise just sitting there by yourself in a room well yeah it's exciting but it's exciting and boring it's more exciting more exciting when you have someone else here so yeah I'll see I'll I'll try I'll try and come up with some other stuff but I um, I think what I put I put some awesome stuff down just awesome rocking, totally rocking it, man. It'll just be, I mean, number one hit. I put a, um, a whole bunch of Prince oh. claps in there as well. Always, oh, yeah. That kind of stuff. Yeah. yeah. Nice. Always nice. on the four. <laughs> yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because um, that's every song needs that. You can't not have a Prince clap in there. Um, and then I put, you got to have Gent. Oh. But with funky guitars as well. Fent, I call it. Fent. Yeah. Is this a new thing? Yeah. Oh. Or Jenky. Jen- <laughs> I don't know. Jenky, <laughs> man. No, no. Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll see what I do. I'll, getting, I'll, j- <laughs> getting janky with it. Getting janky with it. <laughs> see? Yeah. Um, <coughs> um, yeah, it's always a tricky one with that sort of stuff, but it's... it's mm. um, which always... It just makes it interesting. Like, you know... It makes it interesting when you think about guys like Tim Pierce and people like that who will sit in, by himself probably in his studio the whole day, yep. has, I don't know, 15 tracks that he has to ro- put guitar solos and, so- and guitar parts over it. Yeah. First go, nailed, next, next, it's, it's next. Done, it's done, just a machine. Done by early afternoon. Yeah. yeah. It's amazing how people like that can do it. That's sort of what sets guys like him apart, I guess, that... Totally. He's and, and you know the Landau's and the mm. the Lukathers and those kind of guys, all the studio guys who, instead of kind of losing it and going off track, they can stay focused and just yep. one after the other. First go, second take, first or second take, done, bang, hit, next. Yeah, I, I've watched pretty much all of Tim Pierce's videos. On his He's channel. great. He's so great. good, and. It, yeah, oftentimes I do think of like, what would Tim Pierce do, kind of thing. <coughs> <laughs> and um, he'd he'd look really happy, yeah. and talk about playing a pentatonic shape, but then it reminds him of this chord shape that falls into that same position. Hmm. He always talks. He always says that. Yeah, sure. Oh, this is just a A minor pentatonic shape, 
But then, uh, you know, when I'm here and it goes to the E, it just reminds me of this chord shape here. Especially for making choruses big and pop and go big and wide and that kind of stuff. Yeah. There's, I notice he uses like similar techniques quite often, as I'm sure everyone does. And that <coughs> there'll often be like maybe three layers of electric guitars, like some some big sort of crunchy chords um, doing their thing. Maybe just on like a couple of strums a bar or one strum a bar. And then there might be a clean ambient type arpeggio thing. Ah, and yes. then there might be another clean, slightly crunchy, maybe some verb and delay, like ascending or descending line, like with higher strings. Okay. And that's kind of the starting point for a lot of... Okay. Like crosses. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. I've got to try that. Stolen. Yep. <laughs> Inspiration is not, it's not plagiarism. No, 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 of course not. Yeah. Um, yeah, so that's that. I mean, for me, one of the things I always find as well is just plugging random pedals in and grabbing random guitars yeah. and um, seeing what comes out of it. I've started this kind of new project with a friend of mine. You haven't met Brad yet, have you? Be that American guy? No. The um, Dreadbox guy. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yes. The Dreadbox guy. The one that sold me the Dreadbox. Yes. Um, <coughs> we've started doing some, like, what do you call it? Um, music. Music for. It's called. Ice Cream Vans. Royalty Free Music. Ah. Like, there's a. He has a friend who's got a. So how to make money? Do you make money out of that? If, Hopefully. But how if it's royalty free? Because um, people can buy it over and over again. Like, oh, without paying royalties. Yes. Ah, hence royalty free. Yes. So ah, um, whisked, whisked. For, for them, not for us. <laughs> yes. So, the idea is, um, he has a friend who has seen, um, has this publishing company that's pitching stuff for, um, uh, TV ads and okay things like that, mostly TV and radio ads, background music for, and um, so we're just going to put together a library of. Instrumental tracks between one okay. and two minutes, one and two minutes long. Okay, we've done one so far, but um, it was actually something you said that because he's a drummer and does some keys and synth, and I play guitar and bass. So between us, we've got band most stuff covered. Yeah, and um, something you said about the audio files, hanging with audio files podcast about one of those guys would buy cheap microphones. Yes, and then just try to use it and <coughs> find a use for them. Yeah. And similar thing with what, guitar pedals or yeah. whatever you, you got. And um, I had some a pile of microphones sitting around from, from a gig, just live microphones. Okay. So I um, opened it. I'm like, I'm going to use this one on a snare drum. And picked up, and it was a Beta 87. Okay. A vocal condenser. Okay. Sounded fun. I'm sure it's good. I mean, so, didn't they, didn't like the Beatles in the days? Didn't they pretty much only just use vocal mics for everything, pretty much? Yeah, like the D19s, and, uh, yeah. AKGs, yeah. just dynamic things. Yeah. Well, there you go. So it's going to be this sort of project to to write and arrange stuff, but also to just whatever's close and we'll make it happen, make it work, and sounds interesting. Hopefully, give each track a different vibe. Sounds interesting. Yeah. If you want some uh, out of tune stuff, give it to me. Oh. You're the first call for that. First call for out of <laughs> <coughs> um, I was going to say something. What was I going to say? 
don't remember. Was it about? Was it about um, reverbs? No. Oh well, actually, not that it's about. But I just bought a Boss oh, RX100. Sweet. I haven't got it yet. For those who don't know what an RX100 is, it's uh, a reverb. <laughs> no way. <laughs> well, if you if you watch our videos uh, or are uh, social mediaing us uh, on our social media. Um, I just recently got this uh, Boss DL100. Is it DL or DM? Mm. Either DM or DL. It's like a... It's like a big... It's not quite as wide as a rack unit, yeah. but almost as wide as a rack unit. It's like an amp top type unit. Yeah, it looks like Desktop. like a TC Electronic base amp yeah, head. That sort of size. Or like the old... Um, I actually just found an old my old um, uh, mini disc player. Oh, yeah. And it's about the same size. Or like a CD player, like a stereo CD player. Mm. Like that sort of size. <coughs> so I got this old Boss Delay, which is great. I really, really like. And then I bought uh, the matching reverb unit, which is the RX100, which is a dual reverb. Was it dual? Yeah. How does that work? I don't know. It's got two reverbs. Two. <laughs> it's got an input A and an input B. Oh, yeah, cool. And then you can either... Can you have a stereo? Yes, well, that's it. So you can either go A and B separately, or you could go A into B. Cascade them. Cascade the suckers. Yeah, that's what you want. Um, um, and yeah, and it, it, it hopefully will arrive shortly. But um, yeah, I'm really, I really like that other boss. Um, even not so much for the delay, but even just that input gain stage, because you can mm. get some really cool sounding drive out of it. Even if you kind of almost turn a delay off, just to gain out of it. But anyway, so I, I bought that, and that, that that should hopefully come soon, and I'll do a video of that. And that, uh, yeah, I'm I'm rather excited about that. Yeah, great. That's cool. <sighs> Sorry, I'm yawning away. We just—it's been a long day doing videos. Yeah. Um, and I bought it. I got a. Did I mention it last time I read it? But yeah, because it arrived while um, we were doing a podcast last time. The bass grunge. Yeah. So you've got a bit of a stash now. Of DOD pedals. Yeah, and I just got another one as well. They're also cheap. That's the problem. I just bought the Grind Rectifying Overdrive. Sounds uncomfortable. Uh, they're not the most roll-off-the-tongue names, that one. And the <laughs> tube... What is it? Uh, even even harmonic tube... Oh, Perpetulator. Yeah, whatever it is called. <laughs> <coughs> they're like steampunk names. That's what they are. They're like... They're odd names. Like gadget names. Yeah, they're odd names. But um, So I bought that one. So one's meant to be the lower gain one, oh, the yeah. even harmonic one, and this one's meant to be the odd harmonic one, the grind. Makes sense. Um, and it's more of a higher gain one. Mm. And both have a speaker out. Oh. Like a, like a direct out, basically. Like a speaker emulation out, mm. which doesn't sound fantastic, but... Um, it's a thing. It's a thing. Have you ta tried taking the speaker em emulation out into an amp? Yes, I think I have. Yeah. And I don't think I liked it. Okay. <laughs> but um we'll do I'll do a, we'll do a video of it. We'll do um Yeah, nice. Cuz yeah, the DOD, I I've just been collecting that and that's just um it's funny cuz there's someone just posted something on Facebook and uh, about DOD pedals. I actually and saw that. I answered and it was with the um to do with the font of the Yeah, yeah, yeah cuz the font they changed the font from a straight font to the italic font in 1992. And he was wondering what year the pedal was made. And I said, well, <coughs> they, they, 
first made them in 98, uh, 89. Mm. And the font went italic in 92. So it must have been somewhere between 89 and 92. There you go. See, so I'm See? like the specialist now. And they're pretty neat things. Like They're really cool. I like the DOD stuff. Even visually, yeah, they're kind of cool. And yeah. Definitely got this kind of Adidas tracksuit 80s vibe going on. <laughs> 90s. Um, well, yeah, the old ones got the Adidas. Yeah, but I, I just like it. They're just, I think they're pioneers. They were pioneers. And shame, yeah. actually, to hear what they just did to um, oh, yeah, Tom yeah. Cram out of, um, who was a DOD Digitech guy. Yeah. And they sort of... Um, if it was true, if that's, you know, if it's not one of those fake things, but uh, they kind of just kicked him out and mm. his team out. So thank you very much. Bye-bye. I don't remember saying thank you. <laughs> no, but... Yeah. <coughs> Which is unfortunate. Yeah. But, um, um, but uh, um, yeah, so that's just, that's that's a shame. But yeah, I like the DOD stuff and I'm going to get into the... Uh, but we talk about it all the time. Let's talk about something else. What else can we talk about? What else would you like to talk about? Oh, hey dog, the dog's in here. The dog's in here. Uh, hmm. So, ah, oh, Tagu eighteen. Yeah. Have G you watched any videos of it in Germania? In Germania, Tormann uh, Gearhead University. Daisy, out please. <coughs> out, please. The obedient dog doesn't do what. <laughs> out please. Come on. Um, I've watched a couple of the videos yeah, and a couple awesome. of the live streams. We very luck, um, kindly got invited. Yeah, we couldn't make it. But um, unfortunately, we couldn't make it, which would have been awesome. Yeah, and I would have been sick too, so that wouldn't oh, be good. Yeah. Big thanks to um, Henning for the invitation. Who hopefully will be on the podcast yeah. shortly. Real shortly. Um, after the whole Tagu thing, he said he'll... he'll... So what have you seen? Because I haven't watched him. Uh, they did... The ones I've seen are mostly the Tormann ones. Like, they did their own ones, but they had... Like they did one of the new the earthquake, um, flanger, flanger, um, the, what is it called? The flang dog, whatever it's called, the flanger, um, with the guys from that pedal show. Right. I did a video with them, um, and that was quite interesting. And I, quite often I like the ones when they do the sort of the. They do the the day rundowns where they just walk around and look at other people filming videos and stuff because I don't think too many videos have come out yet yeah it's probably one of those cases of it'll be in the next few weeks film a lot and then edit for a few weeks yeah yeah so they'll come out in a, over the next month and stuff um, the music is win guy did a video of which was quite fun uh, of um, playing weird instruments badly oh and he had like a big balalaika and a double bass and all that sort of stuff. And, um, uh, oh, that's my wife calling. I probably better go soon too because I've got to get home with the kids. <coughs> um, <coughs> yeah, but there's some interesting stuff there. There was some mm. definitely worthwhile checking out and I'm looking forward to watching the videos. Um, and so we've got Henning coming up. I know we've had a couple of sort of episodes lately where it's just us chatting and not much going on, but... Um, Again, with being sick, everyone's being sick in a way, and holidays and kids, and it's been hard to kind of get things organized. But hopefully we'll get in the swing of things. Um, I also just found, which looks very interesting, there's a coffee shop here in, like, in I live in near a town called Noosa here in Australia, and there's a place that, it's a coffee shop slash guitar gallery slash guitar maker workshop shop. 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 <laughs> 
uh, which looks really interesting. So I'm going to go and talk to those guys and see, maybe talk to them. I think there's two or three local, I think two Sunshine Coast-based, one Brisbane-based builder yeah, right. that displayed her stuff there. <coughs> yeah, I know where it is. I've, I've walked past, but I haven't... It'd be interesting. Look, we should go and check it out one time and, yeah, and maybe cool. get those guys on a podcast. That's great. Um, we've been talking about it for ages as well, but Roger from Signal Chain, we're going to go and see him in Brisbane. Uh, our friend Scott uh, down in Burley Heads and talk to him about mm-hmm. Kempers, Helixes and Axifexes because he's got all three of them um, at his studio. Maybe Simon Gardner who just moved here who is I think the Ivan is Australia guy at the moment, the like, demo guy. You're great. And he used to be the Boss Australia guy. Right. Um, possibly still is. I don't know. And... I think he's got a Helix and an XFX now as well. Because uh, I think he was maybe possibly involved with Line 6 there for a while. Anyway, but there's a few guests coming up and hopefully we'll get back into having guests more now. Yeah. It's just we went through a phase where we just haven't had time. So. We've got to make time for these things. And speaking of making time, how are we going for time? Uh, 50 minutes. So I better call it a day because my wife rang. <laughs> so I think I'm, I need to go home and be with the kids. Um, so um, yeah thanks for listening please make sure to subscribe more guests coming up check out our social media there's links below Uh, hello to everyone at Stitcher and Podbean if you're listening not Podbean uh, SoundCloud but Podbean as well and iTunes of course make sure to take a photo of whatever you're looking at while you're listening to this Um, hi to Ken again (laughs) if you're listening (coughs) sorry for um, stealing an hour of your life yet again but it's just only about 50 minutes of your life so yeah so you're, um, so you're ahead much easier um <laughs> and uh um yeah thanks everyone and uh yeah if you if you're interested in possibly having some t-shirts uh I'll put, maybe put up a picture of it on our instagram or facebook or both and if you would like some t-shirts send us an email at super fun awesome happy time super fun awesome happy time at gmail.com so all one word super fun awesome happy time at gmail.com we can talk about it. Uh, all right. Thank you very much. Thanks a lot. Have a lovely day and uh, yeah, see you next time. See you later. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye.